0: Hey, if you suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, make sure you call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. Free consultations are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Dial 713-322-HURT. That's 713-322-HURT. Or you can go to the website, DaspitLaw.com.
1: From the Veritex Community Bank Studios,
0: it's John and Lance. This is literally an opening the door into Dell's hatred you don't even understand how much anger Dell has. Dell is just like seething over there. I'm so, you know, what's going on, Dell?
2: We know who you are when you come up here. We know you, we recognize you,
3: and we hate you for what you're doing. <laughs> Friday night, it was late. I was walking you home. We got down to the gate, and I was dreaming of the. Night. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 <laughs> and 92.5. All right, let's talk Justin Verlander in the uh, dugout yesterday. He said. Okay, so he did have to waive his no-trade clause. He did talk to the Mets, and, like, and much like Max Scherzer said the other day, um, you know, the Mets were not, they're, they're in rebuild mode. Or they're, they're shooting for 2026, and Justin said, I don't want to be a part of that. What was his number one choice? Justin Verlander's number one choice was the Houston
4: Astros. Was... Um, you know, the number one choice for me, the, you know, just knowing these guys so well and, um, you know, having a chance to win, um, you know, the familiarity and, um, you know, had such a great time here. So, yeah, um, you know, that was, uh, yeah, number one choice.
3: I would have, you know, some of us thought he, the, the Astros were the only team, but you know, that, that, well, of course it's all speculation, but I could see him. Baltimore, a young team, boy, that would have been exciting to go. They've got the best record in the American League. I could certainly see that. They're doing a lot of things A lot right. of
0: similarities to joining the Astros in 17.
3: In 17. A lot of similarities to joining the Astros. And if, and if Baltimore had gotten him, Baltimore would be the favorite. He
0: knows the players. This is Maldy. He knows Dusty. Like the familiarity. They know the neighborhoods. They know the restaurants. They know Kate Upton knows the city. Yeah. It may be something where they just don't want to. And maybe he just loves, you know, oppressive heat. Like and, you do. And, Maybe he just loves, he said, you know, in Baltimore, it might get right. down into the 70s at times. We may, high may be an 88. I'd rather go somewhere where the feels like is always over 105.
3: Well, in that and Baltimore is a dirty-ass, trash-ass city.
0: Mm. Right? I saw the wire.
3: Yeah. I mean, does he want I like the dirty-ass, trash-ass city. Right.
0: I was, uh, Justin Verlander was asked about going to Baltimore. And- I like <laughs> the dirty-ass,
3: trash-ass city. No, Mims was cut by the, by the, by the, uh. The Jets, right?
0: Yeah,
2: and he signed with the Lions.
3: With the li- he so
2: he. And so Philly's. Was he, a, wait, was
0: he cut or was he traded? I think he was like, traded. He's traded for a late. Oh, he was thing. traded. Yeah,
2: so he and Chauncey Gardner Johnson, both both guys who can't stand Philadelphia, are, are on the Lions now. Not on the Lions now, because Chauncey Gardner Johnson and some Twitch stream or whatever he was playing video games, someone paid five dollars to ask him about Philly, and he goes, "Well, I hate the fan. I don't like the people. They're insufferable. <laughs> but but the weather's not so bad." He goes, "It was cold." as... Code is F, but, you know, I, I can live with it. But the people, uh, <laughs>
3: uh That's where that, that was Denzel Mims not getting drafted. During by the little. draft process,
2: people yeah. say, hey, Denzel, we saw you. What do you think about Philly? I like the 38 trash ass city.
3: So Baltimore is that now, too, uh, according to me. But uh, Justin Verlander here and walking back into that Astros clubhouse, he tells Ken Rosenthal,
4: It was a lot of fun, man. You know, I've created a lot of great friends in this organization and have been hearing a lot from them recently. And, uh, you know, so it was really fun to walk into the locker room and just uh, see all the smiles and say hi to some great friends.
3: Yeah. And now he's going to start for the Astros on Sunday. And it looks like or Saturday. And Urquidy gets to start on Sunday, which just means it looks like J.P. France just kicked to the curb. We'll find out what the – what the I prognosis? I don't think he's kicked to the curb. Well, he's not in the starting rotation.
0: Well, but it's it's basically we're going to keep our starters there, and an Urquiti and France may rotate. Like I could see Urquiti waiting it out, and France being the next guy up or something like that. I don't know. I don't. It's a well, good he problem He was to have. on a good roll. It's a good problem to have. The bad problem to have is that Christian Javier's pitches were flat as a pancake again yesterday. I mean, it's not like he doesn't have some stuff. He's his sliders. He's he's not hitting his locations. He still has some break on the slider. His fastball is up at ninety-five. You know the velocity was up. The exit the exit velo was up too.
3: Yeah, that's a problem. The exit velo. The exit
0: velo yeah. was up also. Yeah. When Giancarlo Stanton hit it for 439, the exit velo was pretty hot on that one.
3: Yeah, and 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 but the
0: fastball's just there's no you know no tail on it. There's no sink on it.
3: He's got to be better. He's got, you got a couple of months to work that out. But, it, but then again, listen, you're in, a, you're in a pennant race. You're in a battle now to get the, a division. You know division. what his pitches
0: look like in Noli Paredes' fastball? Yeah. Paredes had a good fastball, but it was so flat that guys would just tag it. That's exactly what this is reminding me of. And one plain fastball. Yeah, and the walks.
3: And the walks, too. It's, his last few starts have been.
0: It's one thing to give up a solo homer. It's another to give up two and three runs. <sighs> yeah. You know, and on home and runs. that's
3: what he's doing by putting men on base with the, with the walks. It started against the Mets. I was at that game, and I was like, "What is going on with Christian Javier?" And it is just disintegrated. Uh, his last start was a, was was a little encouraging, and then this start. Except he just got to get through that first inning. He's just got to get through that first inning, and he just can't seem to. He was none too pleased when Dusty came out for uh, out out to get him in the fifth inning. That's for sure. But he had a runner on, and they said, nope, we're not doing that anymore." Unfortunately, you bring back Graveman. And it just seems, I don't know what it is about relievers. You, they go sit down after getting it out, and then they go back out there, and they can't get three outs. Well, whatever, whatever the case may be, and Grayman One across innings. <coughs> yep. Going it's across. just
0: one of the great mysteries because it didn't used to be that I can remember a big thing, but that's been a long time. I mean, it's, you don't see many relievers go unless they're in a stretch position because of the specialists now. But, yeah, it just <laughs> we just see this all the time. To see it all at least for the astros i don't know maybe it doesn't happen for other teams i know for the astros it is a it has been a common issue for five six years no ask, uh, ask a guy to go ask a guy who's usually a one inning guy to go two innings and it's you impossible just, it's almost impossible it's
3: impossible you know anthony rizzo you got that sound uh anthony rizzo uh was placed on the il with concussion symptoms he has been really bad hasn't hit so maybe, you know, maybe he's just not seeing the ball at all because of the concussion systems. Here he is talking about uh, uh, p- being put on the IL.
4: When it happened, uh, we flew to Seattle that day. Um, you know, whenever you go out west, for me, throughout my career, I'm always a little more tired, so I didn't think it was anything different. Woke up with a little bit of a like a neck pain, but that was addressed quickly. And then... Uh, felt like we were ready to go just felt normal and uh, have felt normal and then obviously the struggles have been well documented um, and in this game you you always um, you you try to figure out what 's going on always whenever you're struggling and uh, i've struggled plenty in this game but i 've also done it for a long time to know that you usually come out and there's signs of coming out. And I mean, I remember talking to someone like, Oh, do you feel like you're coming out of this soon? And I, I answered honestly. I'm like, no, I don't because it just, I couldn't feel, you know, what you're trying to feel as a hitter. And I don't know if that's related. And I guess now we can, we can link two and two together.
0: You get, hmm. the, you get the feeling he's hoping he can link two and two together. Yeah. But he does. He just sounds like he's lost right now.
3: Yeah. Well, you know, when a guy gets into a slump, like the, like Corey Jokes probably feels like I'm a, maybe I got a concussion because I can't get a hit, I can't I'm, I'm not seeing the I'm, well, a slump I'm, I'm, doesn't equal a concussion. Well, it, it equals depression, and it equals I don't know what the hell is wrong well, with me. Anxiety, oh, There's a lot of anxiety when you're when you're slumping the way that uh, that Anthony Rizzo and Corey Jokes are. So uh, you could just tell by by listening to Rizzo, he is. He is none he's not he's not happy. He's, he's in a bad place. He's mm-hmm. in a really bad place. So maybe maybe he you know, he does feel better. We'll see. Maybe not playing every day will clear his mind and he can get back to being I mean, I just hate to see an, an Italian go down like this. That's all right. I mean, you I know was, what I'm saying? That was my I know thought everybody. Too. Everybody does. That was, that how was does my it
2: thought balance too. out with him being a Yankee?
3: You know
0: It goes it's Italian not great. first. It's
3: not great, but Italian is first.
2: John's mm. tribal.
0: It goes yeah. Italians first, and then and, then, and everybody
3: everybody in America roots for the Italians. But what about Vato? Well, Joey Vato, but he's a, he's a bad person. Oh, but he's Italian. But he's Italian, but that doesn't mean that you can.
0: But what if it had one T and it you can was have Joey? Have my wife in my dreams. What I'm if so it was sorry. Joey Vato? You're
2: blaming him for your subconscious. I, my dream.
0: But what if it was Joey Votto?
2: That's oh, V-A- Vato?
3: That's Vato.
2: V A T O. Yeah, yeah. It would be Votto. better if
0: it was spelled that way. It's Bato.
3: Mm. Yeah, but. Uh yeah just so I know Anthony Rizzo get better cuz you know what we need we need great Italians like you. Back, How many great back Italians
2: board. are currently in the, in the Major League Baseball right now?
3: Oh Oh Trey right. Mancini, he's looking for a new team right now. Yeah, great He'll pick up that Italian.
2: Mm. Right? You got Mancini, you hate Vado, but he
3: Joe Biagini. Okay, one of the great <laughs> Joe greats. Biagini. Biagini was he not part of Astros' uh, no-hitter? No, yes.
0: Yeah, he was, but he didn't even make it through the whole year. It
3: doesn't matter. He was part of a no-hitter. He's part of history. Is
0: he looking for work? Probably. Is Mancini looking for work? Yeah, probably. Yeah. That's right. It's like well, Warrior. No, you know it's what that is? It's a lot is? like Warrior where it's, the Irish are looking for work, and now the Italians are looking for work. It's prejudice
3: against the Italians is what it is. You know what? People... People, like your people, trying to keep the Italians. Down, I feel like, under your thumb. I feel like people like are, you did in the, you know World,
2: we War, the in World, World War II. Mm. We call I th- them, Thought you guys were allies in World, World nah, War II. Not so We much. call the
0: Italians itchy eggplants. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You,
1: ESPN
3: ninety you, seven. Wow. We call you guys Wow. Itchy did you hear plants. what he said? Did yeah. you Did you hear what he just said? Well, I got to wow. use a different.
0: I can't use itchy onions. You, can, you just uh, you said it anyway. I can't. What well, that's. I can't call them ducks. You two have tried to an immigrant group. cram
2: of, warrior references into the show, and I thought carrots. I thought it, the itchy sense. version was one we weren't going to use. Itchy
3: well, means
0: you're a little you're, you're agitated. Well,
3: yeah, but you're getting sticky right now.
0: You're no, I'm not. That's the problem. No sticky.
2: <laughs> oh, okay, Assam. Guys, if you like, if you want right to know up, what these two go. are referencing and dancing around as they try new to keep their out. jobs. I, was
0: in the, I fell asleep last night when I got home. I started watching the new uh, Warrior. I it comes out it. every Thursday. I watch it. Watch Warrior on After the game, I watch it
3: with uh, the new Warrior. It's they out. know how to cast. They know how to. Yep, no, they're good. That, um, that show knows good. how to cast. Yes, Lance, absolutely. Yes.
2: Lance just tried to ruin his career over good. one reference. My Ling? Yeah. You can I watch like that on H, on Max, not HBO Max anymore, but Max. John's just waiting Max. for her
0: to put yoga pants on so he can give the final judgment. <laughs> I don't think whether those. Whether he likes smiling or not. She,
3: <laughs> those, I don't think those exist. She wears way too many moo-moos. I mean, She's come on. She's so, so many layers. So many layers. All right. That's back. Yeah, yeah get it. your queen back of the, the tongue day. or
0: whatever. <laughs> Great. Big deal. I wish <laughs> I had a tongue. What? I just yeah. have a family.
3: Yeah, you, 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 you have a tong. They're they're large enough to be a yeah, crime family. Yeah, be, tongs are are gangs. Yeah, my you tongue, know what? You
0: already got one. My tong has no power.
3: What, oh yeah, with a dribble package. You know what they didn't have? <laughs> That's what true. tongs they what tongs
2: didn't have back then?
3: Dribble package. Mason's
2: dribble package the equivalent of those guys using knives.
0: Yeah, Yeah. basically, he's Uh, that good with his knife work, his his crossover work, I guess. (laughs) I guess. He called me. So here's his new thing yesterday. If I see Mason's calling, I'm like, I can't answer this because it's going to be nonsense. He calls me, and then he calls a second time. And right in a row, and I'm like, okay, something may be wrong. So I answer the phone. Hello? He goes, Dad, so if Charles Barkley had played today, (laughs) do you think he would have played point guard like he could have been a point guard because he would have grown up with better – handles and he could have been a devastating point guard i said no mason he was always going to be he was destined to be a power forward he was he was the he round was, mound of rebound yes but he would have grown up in a time where he had better handles and probably been a better three-point shooter i said yeah. i can't envision a world where charles is a better dribbler and three-point shooter he was made yeah. to be a rebounder so, and a physical player look
3: at draymond is he a point guard no
0: I know yeah. exactly, and like some guys are, these are, are the,
3: power forwards.
0: These are the questions I okay, get. Dad, do you think you could get a hit off a major league? If you had thirty at bats, could you get a hit off a major league pitcher? I said three at most.
3: <laughs> That's the dumbest answer ever.
0: You would be. I said it'd be hard for me. I'd get three. No, hits no, at no, most. no.
3: You would be the Corey Jokes of the last month. I said with three, a major league three pitcher. Three most Mason. He'd right. walk away, talking about having a concussion. Yeah, that's what he would do. He. I got I'm pretty sure I'm concussed. <laughs> let me tell you, I, I fell off a ladder. Okay, two years ago, and I'm. I'm
0: probably. Still I get concussed. so mad when my kids crap talk me right. and like FIFA if they're beating me. I mm. to the point that I'm like, you gotta. Keep, you're the dad. Don't let them see you get rattled. And I. And I <laughs> Sometime I'll just quit. Like, I was up on Mason 3-0. I talked a bunch of trash. Before you know it, he had five goals on me in the second half. I don't know what happened. Oh, my god! And I quit, and I locked my door. I wouldn't let him come in. dad, <laughs> dad. Because he does this new thing where he does his voice. <laughs> I like to talk like this. And I even tell them, use your regular voice. Stop using your stupid voice.
3: That is a stupid voice. You know what's not stupid? The summer sales event at Chastake Ford. The summer sales event is, is very intelligent. Unbeatable variety. All the F-150 models, including King Ranch Lariat, uh, Limited Platinum, the F-150 Lightning. That's me. I love it. You'll love it, too. No hidden add-ons. Trustworthy dealership. Not marking up. My buddy bought – he went to another Ford dealer and he bought a Bronco and he was like, well, they took 4000 off of their markup. I was like, what kind of idiot are you? You want to get – there's no markup at Chastain Ford. That's the dumbest thing I ever heard. Exclusive discounts on the entire F-150 lineup that you're going to get. They know what they're doing. They're, not, they're knowledgeable. They're not going to add on. They're going to get you that Ford F-150 at what you need. They've also got used work trucks transits or new work truck transits, and you, my friends, will benefit from those because they customize it exactly what your business needs. They've seen it all. They're the number one Ford commercial dealer in the city of Houston, so there's nothing about the business world that they don't know how to, how to customize your work transit. They're the best. If you're looking for the best deal in the city of Houston, the summer sales event goes on at ChastangFord.com on 610 at Homestead, not Hempstead, five minutes from downtown Chastang Ford.
1: ESPN, 97.5 and 92.5. Is it football season yet? No feeling for the game at all, man. You'll win, but it'll just be numbers on a scoreboard. Numbers, that's all you care about, man. That's not enough for me. Back to the Veritex Community Bank Studios and your daily distraction from the horrific reality of your very existence. Man, I didn't know it was that bad. But hey, it's John and Lance.
3: Did you see Stephen A. Smith's basketball camp? Have you seen this? Is he charging people to go to a basketball camp? Well, take a guess how much.
2: Ooh, so I saw Jimmy Butler's... It'll cost your kid six hundred well it'll cost you to take your kid six hundred and ninety nine dollars.
3: Six hundred ninety nine. For Jimmy Butler's camp. Stephen A's a little bit more. He doesn't play bad is it a journalism camp? No, it's a basketball camp.
2: I guess he's gonna have He averaged a
3: point and a half
2: in college. So he's gonna have to bring like NBA stars his connections to the camp, right? It can't just be watching Stephen A. Smith play basketball. I'm gonna go twelve hundred. Higher. Ooh. Is it for adults or kids?
3: It's for kids.
2: 1600 Higher. 2100 Higher. $3,000?
3: 2899 For Stephen A. Smith's, Stephen basketball, a. Smith's camp. basketball camp. He averaged a point and a half in his final season of college basketball. Yeah, you got Jalen Rose, who also... Well, Jalen Rose doesn't work there anymore, right? No, he doesn't work there. Uh, J.J. Reddick works there. So it's, I, He averaged 20, 26 and a, 26.8 points per game. But you're going to go to Stephen A. Smith and pay $28.99. $28.99? $28.99. $2,899.
0: You know who's about to get... You know who's going to get beat up? You. And you know who's going to beat you up? Stephen A. Smith. Stephen going to be on a... Yeah. he's going to be on a FaceTime and his friends are going to beat you up just like what happened to <laughs> Moses Malone's kid.
3: Yeah, Moses Malone Jr., yeah. Uh-huh. He got beat up by... We're talking well, about how expensive well, James Harden's. Well, no, 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 no. You can't say it. You think that James Harden's people beat him up.
0: But Allegedly. We don't know. Allegedly.
2: <laughs> well, Moses Malone Jr. thinks James Harden's kid, people beat Malone, him up.
0: I, it's not alleged that Moses Malone got beat up.
3: It's not alleged. He did get for
2: beat up. We're talking about
0: a basketball player Unless he... Prices. Uh, and they were a lot less than
3: that. Unless he did what that... Dude, uh,
0: who are you... How many people is she going to What get? was
3: his name? Smollett? Smollett? Jesse? Jesse? Yeah, you Jesse. Think, you think, you think Moses
2: Malone faked it?
0: I don't know. Carly Russell?
2: I don't know. You Carly don't Russell. know. He might have faked it. Do you know
0: who it. Carly Russell is? You don't know the new one. No. She, for some reason... I, I think know she Cardi claimed, B. She, no, Carly Russell claimed she was... She's just some girl. And she claimed she was kidnapped by someone with orange hair and somebody else... When really she was her, – her computer said how to create an Amber Alert, how to fake being kidnapped and stuff like this. They found this. And I think she was just doing this to upset her boyfriend. Like she had some she, – Did she go to prison? Her boyfriend – oh, she's getting in trouble. Yeah. Her boyfriend – Um, she had some beef with her boyfriend, so she wanted to fake being kidnapped. Hmm. So her boyfriend so – she could upset her boyfriend like, oh, oh really? You're gonna treat me like this. Watch this. Watch. Watch when he thinks I'm kidding. I blame the boyfriend. Appreciate me better.
2: I blame the boyfriend, not for her alleged, not for her accusations that he was treating her poorly. But if you choose a partner who's capable of that, I blame you. Yeah,
0: you gotta have better. There's
2: something about you that you couldn't figure that out at some point. Hold on,
0: victim shaming now.
2: In this case, yes.
0: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you can't say oh, I blame the boyfriend. If for you chose crazy, now nah, now nah, you chose so, crazy. That's on that's you. Don't tell you me a that little that bit. kind of stuff never popped up. Yeah, you like, couldn't see. This that. is
2: the first time you saw the signs. It was foreshadowing yeah. earlier. And, you, and you're like, yeah, you know what? I I want to stick with her because I, as you would say, sticky. Well, whoa, whoa,
0: John! Wow, oh,
2: John! Could you, Lance? Said that? Could you? Yeah. Because you enjoy being sticky, so you, so you kept her around. So
0: anyway, the bulls rounded her up. The bulls? Yeah, the bulls.
3: Police? Okay. The police. Yeah. If you're not watching Warrior, you don't <laughs> no, no. understand the show this morning. You of... will understand Selvin Young. He's joining us next right here on ESPN 97.5. He's got a football camp coming And 92.5. And guess what
0: his football camp is, is not going to cost. Is it $3,000? His football camp is not going to cost 2899 like Stephen A. Smith's football Good.
3: Camp. Thank you,
0: Selvin not Young. Thank
3: you for your service.
1: ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Dude.
0: I'd be most worried about seeing my seminal vesicles. I like the Florida State seminal vesicles.
1: From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's the offensive masterminds. Running an outside zone on your intelligence. John Granado and
3: Lance Zerline. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Is there a Johnny G golf camp? How much is it? My golf camp would probably be around 12000 Jeez. Yeah.
0: What yeah. do you do at your golf camp? Oh, we'll hit balls. <laughs> what else?
3: And then and then play. No car path only. We'll so play around play we'll with you. We'll what play.
0: happens before? Now, is this a golf tournament or a golf camp? Camp. Camp. So how many days is your camp?
3: My camp be, you know, three hours. You know, so hit some balls, a,
0: but most camps last multiple days.
3: Yeah, but I'm not. I'm, I can't because so I'm, it sounds more like a golf tournament. I got tournament. a Teton. It's no, well, it's uh, hitting a lot of balls on the on the range, taking a look at your swing, <clears throat> fixing it, and yeah, then go who, home.
0: Who's doing? Who's going to look and fix?
3: <clears throat> I'll have some pros out some there. Pros, okay. Plus okay. I have some pros out there. All right. As long as they're, you know, the what are people ones. getting? They're getting. They'll probably have a box lunch. Okay, a box This lunch? sounds
0: exactly like a golf tournament. Which well, except
3: you, d- you don't get to play the course. You just get to hit the balls. $150,
0: 200 a piece. Yours is $12,000. Yeah, $12, what else? What separates your camp from a, just a regular round? <clears throat> of It's
3: good. I mean, you're going to get great instruction. Do you, change? you hit
0: balls before golf tournament. If you have a golf tournament. Right, you, 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 hit, hit you golf go, golf go to the range you hit golf end. balls. Yeah. I but this pros one is only... Swing. You,
3: we're out there. I know I'm not sure I'll be there, but I'll have pros out there.
0: Sounds like uh, the football camp of professional football players. No. Right. Like, they, hey, hey. Jair Alexander never came out. Well, it's because he has stuff going on, kids. This <laughs> camp He's is busy. early. He's busy. He's busy. No, it's well worth it. I'm, I'm
3: trying to put it together now. <clears throat> Did you see Josh Allen took a shot at Aaron Rodgers?
0: Did you think it was a shot?
3: Yeah. Yeah, it was a shot. He said, Aaron Rodgers, if, if you tell somebody they're a cheater, is that not a shot at them? Apparently, yeah. so did, did you, you mean- see Aaron Rodgers won uh, at Pebble Beach the yeah. Pro Am? Aaron Rodgers said he was a ten handicap, and he got all those strokes, and he's not. He's a three.
0: How do you know he's a three?
3: Because from multiple, there are multiple reports that he's really a three, and he's he doesn't pl- he didn't play like he didn't play like a
0: ten at all. Maybe he had a great round.
3: Um. Well, a few, a couple rounds. Yeah, he had yeah. a great couple.
0: Sometimes you get in a zone. Remember when Jokes was hitting well? Um, Jokes is like a ten handicap who played like a three at one point.
3: Well, he did. You're right? right. You're right. This is four days of Pebble Beach.
0: Dubon right now is playing like a ten handicap. Yeah. At one point, he played like he was a three, maybe even a scratch.
3: Yeah, but 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 he's really. It's. Remember, it's, there's
0: talk about <laughs> all of us doing. Would it you all. think? You know, honestly. Honestly, you know, I hate to say it, but Dubon, I mean, is there going to be a time where the Astros have to consider Dubon over Valdovia? Yeah. Shut up. Just stop doing sports.
3: <laughs> no, that's not. There, there's, that's not happening. But if you, but but uh, listen, the, those two teams play each other a couple of times. Sean Payton taking shots. At, it's open season on the Jets this year, apparently. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. Apparently, you can say whatever you want about the New York Jets this well, year. Well,
0: Aaron, Aaron.
3: And we'll see if there's payback. But that's
0: not cheat. He's sandbagged. That's known in golf sometimes. You always have to worry at tournaments about people sandbagging their actual scores.
3: Well, no, he actually said he cheated, not sandbagged. I know, but yeah.
0: sandbagged supposed to be the word you use there.
3: Right. That is supposed to be the, the word. Okay. Um,
0: did you see, speaking of Aaron Rodgers, did you see uh, what Josh Allen said? I'm not Josh Allen, I'm sorry, uh, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, of course, first round, formerly the second pick of the draft, who's now a backup. And he threw a 57-yard bomb to Malik Taylor, just some guy I've never heard of. And uh, it was, he ended the game, so the headline looks like this. Josh Allen was three for five for like 65 yards, something like that were his stats. But one of his passes was a 57-yarder. But Aaron Rodgers... Um, apparently, Rodgers wasn't on the headset, but he suggested the play that was a 57 yard completion uh, to offense coordinator Nathaniel Hackett, according to Wilson. It was the latest example in a teacher pupil relationship that has flourished over the past few months. Quote, I'm very grateful for him, Wilson said. <clears throat> he helps me more than he needs to. Um, I'm loving helping Zach, Rodgers said in an interview with NBC during the tele- telecast. He was, so, Aaron, so he was, yeah, three of five for 65 yards. Um, let's see, for him, it's rebuilding that confidence and the swag that we fell in love with during the draft process, said Robert Sala about uh, Zach Wilson. I think he's getting it. I said it before. He's a rookie all over again. All the footwork is different. All the verbiage is different. Um, and basically, Aaron Rodgers, what's going on is Aaron Rodgers feels no heat. Like the Jordan Love thing was a personal affront to Aaron Rodgers. I don't know that he was the greatest help for Jordan Love. But now that he's in there with that poor little Zach Wilson, and he's the guy that they brought in, there's no, like, Aaron Wil- <laughs> Aaron Rodgers doesn't look at him as competition because he's not competition. No. Now, Jordan Love, he looked at like, oh, this is, y'all going to bring this guy in? Well, okay. not only. Not My o- guess is he didn't help Jordan Love like he's well, helping Zach no, Wilson. No,
3: and not only that, you wasted a first-round pick on him instead of getting me a receiver?
0: Yeah, yeah. But, you know, one of the points I want to make is this can end up being one of the greatest things that ever happened to Zach Wilson. This may save his pro career because Zach Wilson, who we saw the first two years, that dude wasn't going to be in the league for long. Uh, I mean, he, he looked really bad, um, except when he played the Texans. Was it him or Mike White that beat the Texans? It was Zach Wilson, right? Uh, Last year? Yeah, I think it it Wilson. Wilson. yeah, it was Zach Wilson. And uh, he wasn't great, but he beat the Texans. But this could end up being a career saver for him. If he, if he really gets his confidence back, because he does have some talent, if he gets his confidence back, if Aaron Rodgers helps him to see the game differently, if he learns to be a different player while Aaron Rodgers is there and he doesn't have the spotlight on him and he's able to just go out there and get better while he sits on the bench like you've talked about with C.J. Stroud, maybe starting that way, well, maybe it's happening in reverse and Zach Wilson's finally getting a chance to sit down and relearn the game with Nathaniel Hackett, who apparently was a really good offense coordinator for Aaron Rodgers in, in Green Bay, and then Aaron Rodgers. Those two guys, this may really be a lifesaver for Zach. Yeah. career saver for Zach Wilson. It really might. And when I say career, well, I mean, it's all relative. But no. he may stick around in the league and become an average starter somewhere. I mean, that's, I, I, don't, okay. I don't look for much more We'll play
3: longer in the league. Davis Mills, Zach Wilson.
0: They were the same draft. Uh,
3: I, I think Davis Mills has got a better shot at being a backup quarterback than Zach Mills does. I, uh, I lean Wilson does.
0: towards Davis Mills. Davis Mills. I lean towards Davis Mills because he's less volatile. I think his confidence level is much higher. He's been through adversity, and it didn't really phase him like he He just didn't have, seems
3: like a backup quarterback in the league. Yeah. Quiet. Yeah, he does. Yeah. No problem. Gets his job
0: done. He's got a good body type. Zach Wilson's smallish. Um, you know, Mormon Manziel is what they called him. He didn't like it so much. Feels accurate. By the way, I watched Jake Paul, untold Jake Paul. Did you watch it yet? No. Unt- you'll come away with a little more appreciation for Jake Paul. Basically, he and his brother admit, like, his brother says, you guys are getting fooled by this. He's not a boxer. He's a promoter. Mm-hmm. Jake Paul's a master promoter, and Jake Paul... And I didn't know all of his I remember when he was coming up from a YouTube thing and I just like, What a loser. All these guys are losers. And then before you know it, he's in a seven million dollar home that he bought his dad. <laughs> Greg Paul? Wait till you kill a load of Greg Paul. His dad he's got he's got dad issues. Oh yeah. Cause his dad like you get a smack. You just he, he just What's the matter with that? Jake Paul says he was abusive. He's like, Ah, I wasn't abusive. I'm not abusive. What? No, they just got, you know, you, you, some things happen. You get a fresh one. Yeah. You step out of line, you get a fresh one. You In a room, something goes down. You want a bunch of soft people or you want a couple Greg Pauls in there? <laughs> At one point, he says, I'm like, I guess I want some Greg Pauls. Goes. <laughs> if things something's going down, I guess I want Greg Pauls in there. And you can see he's got that, like, I hope something starts look to him, to his face. But the whole Jake and Logan Paul thing was pretty interesting. It's on Untold, and you can see his rise from YouTuber up to boxer, and they take you all the way through different fights he has, knocking out Nate Robinson, knocking out Woodley. It's unbelievable to me that people thought that was staged. Like this generation thinks everything is staged and that that was a work. Woodley, you're up close. There's a camera up close to the knockout. Oh, my God. He gets rocked and falls right on his face. Like, holy crap. Um, but the next one up is going to be, I think it's the Bonds. I don't know if it's Money Manziel or the Bonds documentary. It's going to be one or the other. It's going to be the, not not the Bonds. Who was that guy that, that ran Balco uh, with the creepy mustache oh, yeah. and glasses? You remember him? Yeah, It's him. Oh. And he basically spills all the dirt on all the athletes and everything. That Balcony wow. was, it's going to be incredible. And then they're going to do Johnny Manziel, where Manziel talks <sighs> about his benders like, you're going to learn everything. Well, not
3: only his benders, but his bipolar and that he he everything. was going to kill himself. Yeah. He had a plan with- to spend all his money and kill himself. Did he really? Yeah. yeah.
0: Where have you heard that from?
3: From Johnny Manziel. There's a story out today.
0: Oh, what's well, probably from Untold? Yeah, from Untold. Un- untold. And, and then- he's opening up a bar outside of college in
3: College Station. That's smart. Yeah. It's smart. But that's really smart for an alcoholic to do.
0: No, but from a business standpoint, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 just no. a bunch of mocktails. <laughs> no, and then the last one's going to be. I think the very last one is going to be Swamp King or Swamp Kings, where it's the story of Florida, and everyone's always thought this would be a great documentary. They had one of the, it was one of the great college football teams, and they had Chris Rainey threatening to murder people. Aaron Hernandez did murder people. You had Tim Tebow. Literal, in some in some circles, people believe he's literally the son of God. One mm-hmm. of them down the down the road, on the trail there, you had Percy Harvin. Percy Harvin, oh my god, Percy Harvin. Let me tell you, R- Riley Ma- Cooper. Riley Cooper, noted country music enthusiast.
2: Yeah, that's what we know him for. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and of course, Urban Meyer was there. Charlie Strong was there. Charlie left and immediately started Five Core oh. Values. He's like. All right, here's things we're not going to (laughs) do. Remember Charlie Strong's five core values? He started after he left Florida. It was like, oh, uh uh-uh. This is is terrible. And we don't want to win anymore either. At at Louisville. He was winning at Louisville. Yeah, he did win at Louisville. It was Louisville, and then he went to Houston to Texas. All right,
3: 844 ESPN 97.5. That was our uh, Selvin Young interview right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. When we come back, college football is taking a turn. Let's talk about what's going on. The latest from uh, the Pac-12's disintegration. Next, right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Right now, I'm talking about John Clay Wolf and gimmethevin.com. John Clay Wolf was just on. <laughs> He's got a good commercial out. Hey, we don't always get... Uh, uh, our, we don't always get kicked off, but when we do, it happens quickly. Yeah, that's right. And when, whenever we do get kicked off... A radio show gets kicked off a radio, uh, radio station. It happens quickly, and John Clay Wolf he can do that for you. He can get you he can get you a show kicked off the air. But that's okay. That's fun. We try to do that every day here. Okay, and you're listening to this show, so you should listen to John Clay Wolf. He's going to be on tomorrow morning right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, two five, and he's going to be buying cars. He is going to buy your car for more than anybody else will. So call the show. Or just go to the website, com, and you can sell it there. It's a lot more fun to talk to John Clay Wolf, listen to the show, hear what he's doing. He's got, I mean, Tiger King on there regularly. Tiger King's running for president. So he's on the John Clay Wolf show trying campaigning. It's what you should do. Why, of course, if you're going to have a I Buy Your Car show, I'm going to have the Tiger King on. here. It's what John Clay Wolf does. He is not. Your ex, your ordinary car buyer. What he is, he's nuts, and he'll buy your car for more money. At GiveMeTheVin.com, that's GiveMeTheVin.com.
1: ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Sweet Sassy molasses.
0: Tonight at the Alamo Dome, he gets happy-go-jacky on the big white guy like a donkey eating a waffle.
1: You're back in the Veradex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerle.
3: Big twelve executives met yesterday to approve the application of Arizona as a fourteenth member, paving the way for the Wildcats to join the conference along with Colorado. USC, UCLA already gone to the Big Ten. Oregon and Washington are thought to go to the Big Ten, but they've only been offered thirty five to forty million annually to do so. <clears throat> that's uh, hey, that's a problem.
0: Who's them. got the leverage?
3: The Big 10 does. I mean, what are they going to do?
0: Pac 10 teams 10 teams have Pac 12, Pac 10, whatever you want to call it now. They have no leverage.
3: So Arizona's being looked at as the team that's breaking up the Pac 12. When you USC and UCLA, and UCLA are UCLA, yeah. right. But well Colorado when Colorado said now it was okay, who's going to make the next move? Arizona said we'll do it. We're out. Hopefully.
2: Yeah, and, and this is one of those deals where they probably can't leave Arizona State behind. No. So if it's going to happen, they're going to have to pull Arizona State with them, or maybe the Pac-12 survives. I'm not a traditionalist, but I, I grew up in Southern California, so I back when college football was regional, and if you didn't have cable, you're only going to be able to watch um, the, the West Coast games. kind of sucks that this stuff is going away, where Arizona, you don't see – Jake Plummer heading to the Rose Bowl or whatever version it would be with uh, Arizona State this year, that, that'll that go away in a couple of years?
0: All of it sucks. Like, you know, I don't know. Nebraska, Oklahoma not playing anymore. It's been years now. Texas A&M <laughs> and Texas not playing. All of it sucks. There's there's not, I, And I understand things mm. move forward and there's progression and series don't last forever and, and, you know, we've gotten used to certain things. But an entire conference, an entire region of the country, football collapses there as they know it. That's not good. I mean, I don't. I don't wish that on anybody. The only that's that's history. Yeah. But you know, that's what Houston Cougar fans felt. People yeah. don't think about that. No one cared about University of Houston. No, 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 no. University no. of Houston specifically. You got Baylor went to the Big Twelve.
4: Uh, uh, TCU TC at the time went no, to the God, Big No. No, they no, no, not they at the time. The yeah, they had to go to the WAC. Yeah.
0: You had all these other teams, and then the history of University of Houston who came into the Southwest Conference in mid seventies. But you had all this, <clears throat> all this history. And then, like that, it's gone. And Houston's been a vagabond; they've been a vagabond college team since then, really. Right. I mean, really. No, absolutely. Who are your big Who are your big rivals? Cincinnati, I guess they. I guess kind of they were. Central Florida, SMU, Central Florida, Memphis. No, no. But that yeah, was I mean, built
2: on circumstance. Like if each team was having a good year, a good run, okay, they're rivals. But there's nothing. No, there's no. There's no history, nothing. tradition behind there's that. No tradition.
0: Houston's trying to. The, the university has to try to sell. And the, and the football program has been good on the whole for a while yeah. now. But you look at that and the things that's happened to the Pac-12. Oh, the poor Pac-12. And I feel bad for the Pac-12. The history. University of Houston's history got almost wiped out. And they had to, they were in this position. You think they feel bad for the Pac-12? Hell no. no. You have H fans. So don't. let's
3: suppose it's going to be Arizona State, Utah, Colorado, and Arizona. Those are the four teams. How do you split it up? With sixteen teams, eight and eight, a west and an east looks most likely. West Virginia, Oklahoma State, Kansas, Kansas State, UCF, UCF, and Cincinnati. Right, they all stay. They're they're all on that side. Is that the is that eight? Hmm. West Virginia. Are we missing a couple?
2: That could. West, I don't think that gets to eight. West Virgin.
3: West Virginia, UCF. Cincinnati, uh, Kansas, Kansas State, Iowa State, that's six. And, oh, yeah, then you've got to take probably two. Oh, Oklahoma State, that's seven. Then you need one more team, one team from Texas.
2: Which team from Texas gets screwed and gets put with the other? Would it be Baylor? Would it be the new
3: school? Would it be Houston? Houston, Houston might. Well, do you, does 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 Baylor TCU Tech has got no choice because it's out west. Yes, Tech's got to be on the west. With that, that makes the fifth team, TCU and Baylor. Right. Yes, I, would probably want to stick together because of the proximity. Yes, and then one more. What are we? Who are we missing?
2: Hmm. Now I got to pull up. Got to pull up the the, the new conference and what it will look like. You got the four from the Pac-12. You got you got TCU, Te- Texas Tech, Baylor, and who would be the seventh? I feel like Oklahoma State would rat, would say, "Hey, can we stick with our guys?
3: TCU, TCU, Tech, and Baylor go with the four. That's seven. Yeah, you need one more team to be in the West. It could, you would, somebody it, said, what about four divisions? You could do that as well. Yeah, that. that might be more. That's probably a like a pod system. A pod system.
0: You're gonna to have to, which do pod is what system. we thought
3: the SEC was gonna do. It would work perfectly for the for the uh, the pods would be those four Pac-12 schools. Yeah. Houston, From a Houston, standpoint. Baylor, TCU, and Tech.
2: Yeah, as, an, as a Texas pod. And then you have the 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 big eight North pod of. Oklahoma State, Kansas State, Kansas,
3: and, who, and Iowa State. And Iowa State. And then you have the West Virginia, Cincinnati, Central Florida. We're missing one. I have to pull it up.
2: BYU? Is BYU coming? Are they in the Big 12? Is that the one that we're not remembering? I
3: mean, BYU's in, right? Oh, BYU. Yeah, BYU. Right. So, yeah BYU. So, but BYU. so BYU. BYU, BYU goes west. That's yes. what we keep forgetting. It's BYU. Yeah. BYU Tech. TCU and Baylor go to the West. Houston goes to the East. So Houston they do eight and eight. So Houston still wouldn't play those
2: guys every year. The Texas schools every year. If they go, they still might not. <laughs> <to play. laughs> How about you that? You still wind up playing Cincinnati, UCF all the time, right? Well, <laughs> well yeah. Got BYU's got to be with well, Utah. You've got a
0: long history with those teams.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: you know, three years. Three Houston years.
3: might get screwed again with the with the schedule. Yeah, because oh, good. Here it comes because Cincinnati the whole, and Central Florida. True, because the holy war has to continue.
2: BYU and so BYU's got to be out there with them. So yeah, it could wind up being. I think because Houston couldn't couldn't fight to to stay in Texas. Right? It would if the pod system would work for Houston. You stick with the Texas schools. It's four four four. But if it's eight versus eight, there's a real shot. There we're seeing a lot of them in in Orlando
3: every other year. So apparently, what I've heard too is that. That uh, BYU and Utah don't want to be in the same division. So they actually don't even want to be together. They don't want to play. They don't want to. They don't. They Why? Don't, because there, it's like a brotherhood there. That they're not. They don't want to be in the same conference. like
0: Texas, tex A and M type of
3: deal. Um, I mean, I, no, BYU... not a hatred. It's not a hatred. It's more like, with it's the same people. Oh, the it's all way. the same people. So they don't? Do they still want to well, play? They just don't schools. want to
0: cost each other anything. Is that what it is?
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, or they just... Yeah, they they they, they don't want. They're
2: like
0: to, they're like fighters in the same camp, American top team. They don't want to have to fight each other. But fight. they
2: play. Well, they don't play every year, but they play quite a bit. And
0: it's called Holy War. And
2: yeah. they do have a name for their game,
3: so they don't want to do that anymore at all. Well, that's what that's what I heard. They don't want to be in the same conference. Oh, no, they don't even bad. want to be in the same conference. They don't. Too want to, bad. You, so Utah, it's maybe a hesitancy on Utah's part. Huh. Although Utah, what are you going to do? You're going to the Utah, whack.
0: Well, what if Utah I'll go back? Yeah. Like, is Utah considered under the shadow of BYU at all? Not as a sports I mean, program. BYU BYU is the, the clean cut school, and Utah's more the renegade school. secular school?
3: Except it's probably just the opposite of what well, you
0: Well, Utah's got some renegades over there. Yeah. Well, BYU will have some too, but they are known as the the more clean cut, like. It's like Duke
3: in North Carolina. LDS type of. I mean, do I use an LDS? Well, not school. like Notre Dame and Miami because Miami was a bunch no, of bad no, no, people. No, no, yeah. Yeah. Notre Dame was good people. It's
0: like, like North Carolina Duke or anything. This is this is Utah. No, is, I mean,
3: Duke is the, the, the clean cut when they were really savages.
0: No, but the, they weren't
3: savages. Oh, really? Christian Leighton are stepping on people? You see,
0: I, I like that you're coming around on Duke. You used to always. Used to always defend Duke all the time, and now you're coming around. Thank you, no savages.
3: I, I'm just saying you're right. They're not good people. That's all I'm saying. That's all we've but been saying could, for
0: years, and you've tried to defend them. But,
3: but but you still have to root for them. The kids that Coach no, class. No, you don't have. Yeah, to you root have to for root them. for them. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Who
0: made them savages? Uh,
3: Coach K. Coach K. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I yeah.
0: like them. The truth finally comes out. Yeah, with
3: he you. does. Eight fifty-eight, ESPN, ninety-seven-five, and ninety-two-five. Yeah, I forgot about BYU in the in the deal. It'll be interesting to see how they split it up. And it's not long. And now, your plan was, boy, it, and, and, and I'm, I'm, uh, they were talking about it this morning. Bob Bowlesby really saved the Big 12. The Big 12 was thought to be disintegrating when uh-huh. Nebraska, Colorado left, and then Texas A&M leaves. Bob Bowlesby saved the deal, and now – Larry Scott, who was the previous commissioner of the Pac-12, destroyed it. Destroyed it. He did, not, he did not go out and get the money that was needed to keep that conference together. And to, by all the talk, the ACC might be the one that's next that's going to catch it, that's going to lose teams and be struggling to stay alive. Yeah,
2: Florida State was very vocal. Well, if, if we take Drew Weatherford at his word. And, and Miami's not looking to stay either. The thought might for them is the Big Ten. They have a history playing the Big Ten back in the '90s and the '80s, so there's some some connection there. But uh, it would probably be Florida State to the ACC. I mean, SEC if it happened. At least that's what they want. Yep. And Miami would probably, as the private university, would see themselves more in line with the Big Ten. Yeah, so they those, do.
3: So those two, they absolutely, yeah, do. They definitely. Think, the thought is that Miami more than likely is Big Ten. It's yeah, heading into the Big Ten. And and and. But Big Ten is going to be like forty teams. I mean, they want they're talking about Cal, they're talking about Stanford, coast the they're talking coast. about Oregon and Washington, and they're talking about Miami and from the maybe Pacific Clemson. Northwest to South Florida. Yeah, that's right. how, how they're going to arrange. Well, and that was another thing. How about this? The, what's that. the the longest trip in the SEC? You know what it is? What South Carolina to Texas A and M?
0: That's not bad.
3: The closest trip for USC is longer than that. In the Big
0: Ten, yeah, the closest. Well, that's trip. why the pod system makes the most sense. As we go into this realignment, we got to break it. But when we go into this realignment, the idea of the re, the massive realignment where the super conferences you're going to have to do pods from a travel standpoint for for some of these yes. teams, the expenses are going to be outrageous. For absolutely, some
3: of these teams. yeah. But are you, how are you going to get a true conference champ if? If 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 Arizona State is not playing West Virginia ever or not playing UCF or not playing Cincinnati, how do you get a true conference champ? I don't know. Right? 9 o'clock, ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. If you want to end,
1: 713-780-3776. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Watch out for that foot bone.
4: I would like to rear up and jackknife my legs and kick you both in the jaw with my foot bone.